Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Hello. I am pleased to welcome you to um, a new series that we will commence with this episode on the fundamental human rights in Nigeria. The reason for doing this series that we're starting today is because there's so much confusion out there, especially amongst them, the young persons in Nigeria who unfortunately did not have much experience with um, law, perhaps in the schools, which is why I always recommend that um, in our general um, segments of um, the curriculum in Nigeria, we should add Law 101 so that citizens may be aware of their basic essential fundamental rights. When all persons know what they are, what freedoms they can exercise, it will be much easier for them to insist that whatever law enforcement they come across with comply with these basic human rights. It's also important to know the limitations of the rights so that um, we do not all just go out there making a mockery of our rights because we ourselves are standing against the rights that have been given to us. Fundamental human rights as they, um, as it implies fundamental, that word fundamental tells us that they are just essential, you know, a necessary base, you know, of central importance, fundamental, and they're human rights, so they're not rights for animals or rights for plants or rights for inanimate objects. So we've got to be human beings to experience and enjoy basic, core, central rights. Now, fundamental human rights didn't just start because somebody wished it. It was um, the first codific codification or pronouncement was the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And this was, um, I think, Saka, December 1948. That was the gen when the General Assembly of the United Nations declared in Resolution 217A that there were going to be a common standard of achievements for all peoples and all nations. And that this standard common standards, common standard of achievements were going to be called human rights, you know, and this universal declaration of human rights document, which I would ask that we all try to read just for knowledge. It set out for the first time, the fundamental human rights to be universally protected. And this particular fundamental human rights was um, trans has been translated to over 500 languages, you know, 
Now, some of these common fundamental human rights, which we also have in our laws in Nigeria, include the right to life, you know, the right to liberty, the right to fair hearing, right to private and family life, the right to freedom of thought, conscience, religion, the right to freedom of expression and the press, the right to peaceful assembly and association. Mark the words peaceful assembly and association, the right to freedom of movement, the right to freedom from discrimination, and we have the right to acquire and own immovable property anywhere in Nigeria. These rights are, as we said, they're fundamental. And the best way for us to actually know what the rights give us and what the extent and the extent to which we can avail ourselves of the rights and the extent to which these rights are limited by law and by the constitution itself. It is important for us to take these rights one by one. So we're going to be doing a, a series of podcasts on the fundamental human rights. And I would enjoy that um, as many as feel that they want to ask questions on these rights and the limitations can send us on our Twitter handle at all about Nigeria. You can send us questions. You can send us questions also or your thoughts via email and we will definitely endeavor to have them answered. Now, the first fundamental human right in the Nigerian constitution, by the way, the, all the fundamental human rights are in chapter four. A specific chapter was created in the constitution to enunciate the fundamental human rights for all Nigerians. And the first one is the right to life. This is contained in section 33 of chapter 4 of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Section 33 says, and I'm quoting in subsection 1, that every person has a right to life and no one shall be deprived intentionally of his life, save, that is, except in the execution of the sentence of a court in respect of criminal offense of which he has been found guilty in Nigeria. By this, the section, the subsection one is telling us that although everybody has a right to life, a right to exist, to be alive, this is not a right that does not have a limitation. That right can be curtailed by another law. And this law is that if that person has been convicted of an offense that requires that his life should be taken by law, that person automatically loses the freedom that he has of a right to life. So if a person commits murder and he is found guilty and sentenced to death, that person cannot claim when he's being executed that he has a right to life. 
So as we can see, the rights are there. There are limitations to the exercise of those rights. So even though they are fundamental human rights, they must still be within the law. If they, a person with a fundamental human right steps outside that law or a particular law that curtails his right to life, he loses legally that right to life. Subsection two of this same section 33, which deals with the right to life says that a person shall not be regarded as having been deprived of his life in contravention of this section, that is section 33, if he dies as a result of the use to such extent and in such circumstances as are permitted by law of such force as is reasonably necessary for the following. A, the defense of any person from unlawful violence or for the defense of property. B, in order to effect a lawful arrest or to prevent the escape of a person lawfully detained. Or C, for the purpose of suppressing a riot, insurrection, or mutiny. And I would like everybody to focus on this. Section 33 grants a right to life by subsection 1. Subsection 1 of that section 33 begins to lay a foundation as to when somebody's right to life can be taken away from him. And subsection 2 of section 33 now gives us many scenarios in which a person can justifiably lose his life, that is, justifiably be killed sometimes, or consequently die in certain circumstances. And these circumstances are for the defense of any person from unlawful violence or for the defense of property. What this constitution, this subsection is envisaging is that in case there is a sort of crime going on or somebody is being beaten up or some violence is there and some other person, usually law enforcement officer, tries to prevent the death of another person or violence being done to another person. And in such a circumstances, a person dies. The person who is the one committing that offense dies or people around die. This subsection is saying that that is one of the exceptions to the right to life. The second exception is in order to effect a lawful arrest. So if a policeman or anybody who has powers of arrest is trying to get somebody arrested and the person perhaps is trying to resist arrest or preventing himself or be arrested or some other people are trying to prevent the escape of a person who is being lawfully detained. If such in such a circumstances, if somebody loses their right, loses their life, that is not an unjustifiable loss of life. It could fall within the exceptions to a person's right to life. The third one, which is the one that we all need to be aware of, 
is that for the purpose of suppressing a riot, an insurrection, or a mutiny, if somebody loses their life, the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria says this may be one of the exceptions to a right to life. That means nobody may pay for that loss of life. But we have to know that the Constitution gives us a discretion which is reserved for the courts because the force that is expected to be used should be reasonably necessary and only upon a determination by the court can we actually say whether some force used is reasonably necessary or the other. So this is one of the reasons why I decided to do a series of podcasts because of events that happen. We know that in the insurrection that happened in the United States at the Capitol, where people went in and um, were doing a lot of things, if anybody had been shot at that time and killed, and the matter was taken before adjudication either by the board of the police board or by the courts, the pe people who shot those people, that is law officers who shot those people, might actually have been free and not found guilty of any infraction of a right to life. And let's look at this when we consider what happened also in Nigeria during the, the many riots that we have had. I've heard a lot of people say that, oh, they're free to go on a riot, they're free to protest. Yes, you have a freedom to express yourself. But if a riot breaks down or breaks out during any protests, or there is an a mutiny or there is a, a, an insurrection, then if anything happens and people lose their lives, according to section 33, subsection 2, if law enforcement should do anything at this particular time and people lose, lose their lives, those law enforcement officers would actually be justified to have taken those lives if they used reasonable force. So let us be careful as we make declarations that, for example, in the Lagos Lekki Toll Gate riots, where people were saying that should soldiers have been there at all, should soldiers have shot, there were people who were massacred with, we've now discovered didn't happen. Soldiers shot, we are told, into the air, and no record of anybody who died of gunshot has been presented till date since October 20, 2020. So we can see that even in that circumstance, it will be difficult for anybody to say that the freedom or the right to life was taken arbitrarily according to the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. This series will just be, like I said earlier on, to let us know what freedoms we have 
and the extent to which the law allows us to have those freedoms and the extent and the confinement that we ourselves must have in exercising our freedoms, lest we become fodder, just canon fodder. Rights are never absolute because there is always one law that limits the rights. And I'll end by saying this segment by saying that we all should learn in Nigeria and especially our youths, we all should learn that your right stops where another person's rights begin. So if you're exercising your own right to make noise, for example, and you begin to encroach into the, the noiselessness area of another person, then your right should stop when it becomes a nuisance to the other person. So there are no absolute rights. They are always rights that have some sort of containment limitations. Thank you. We'll pick up on the next podcast to look at section 34, which talks about respect for the dignity of a person. Thank you.